So Al, what are your monthly recommendations? Uh, so my monthly recommendations will start with film. So mm-hmm. uh, as you may or may not know, I went to Australia recently. Hashtag shout out. Um, but <laughs> there were lots. It was the long flight. So there are a lot of things for me to watch. And mm-hmm. uh, one of my favourites was Booksmart. Um, and that's directed by Olivia Wilde. And it was not only hilarious, but it also made me cry. And that's like the sign of a good film. And that's basically just what happens when you have a female director because they make amazing films. <laughs> I'm so excited for Little Women. I cannot give my money to Greta Gerwig quick enough. <laughs> I'm so excited for that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I watched a bit of TV as well. I watched the entirety of Chernobyl. I binged that because I don't otherwise have access to HBO. Mm. And that was sort of quietly profound I was just sort of sat there in my chair and you've almost got like blinkers on Mm -hmm. you like ignore everyone else and I was just like oh I really hope nobody's paying attention to me crying um like it's quite an emotionally devastating series it's 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 dark uh and I'd heard good things about it um so I thought I'd give it Mm -hmm. a watch and I binged all of it in one go so yeah Chernobyl's really good and then Outside of uh, HBO, back onto more British territory, uh, I've been watching His Dark Materials recently. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yes, of course. Because yeah, that's yeah. all on... What do you think? I I don't know, because I'm a massive lover of the books. Like, I love the original trilogy. Course, yeah. And I also... I know it mm-hmm. divided opinion, but I absolutely love the 2007 film as well, The Golden Compass. I... I love The Golden Compass. It's one of those films that I can watch and it's like, oh, it's so bad, but it's good. So, yeah, <laughs> of course, so, yeah. Um, I really like it and it's got an amazing soundtrack. Um, so I'm a big fan, yeah. actually. I've, I'm sort of watching it semi-religiously at the moment. Um, and then book-wise, um, I think I've read... 15 books this year and I'm trying to get finished my 16th I'm reading Sapiens um by Yuval okay. Noah Harari I've really got into anthropology recently mm-hmm. um and I did start reading it ages ago I started reading it in like August September time but it's a bit of a hefty book mm-hmm. and um yeah it, it's just like it goes through everything like the, the entire history of humans basically so I'm reading a trying to wade through this bit about capitalism and empire and all of that stuff and I always try to read it before I go to bed and that's just a bit heavy <laughs> so I'm making about two or three days yeah. I mean pages of progress per night uh, which isn't very much but I should mm-hmm. have it finished by next year <laughs> that's the goal to have it finished by 2020 yes yeah, I, believe I can do this yep, yep. but yeah those are my <laughs> monthly recommends <laughs> Awesome, what about awesome. you? Yeah, so, uh, well, I'll start off with books. I have been reading so many. All right, show off. <laughs> <laughs> no, but being away from university and, like, not having deadlines oh, yeah. has really the space and yeah. time to read, which I have yeah. not. Um, so I'm probably going to go with Red, White, mm. Royal Blue. I suspected you might have uh, you might be recommending that. Yes, by um, Casey McQuiston. It's mm-hmm. amazing. I mean, I've never <laughs> been like enthralled by a young adult, new adult kind of 
rom-com. Yeah. I always think that I'm kind of above chick flicks for some reason i'm like chick lit i'm like oh no i'm into science fiction no no chick lit exactly but there are a slight guilty pleasure of mine i have to it's so true and so when i was reading it because i kind of saw it on the blogs and i was like okay this sounds interesting because it's about um the first son of the united states and the prince of england falling in love and so (laughs) i heard that i was like hmm how interesting this should be fun yeah. So I um, start reading yeah. it and I'm like, okay, no, this book is amazing. Well done, Casey. I mean, this is her first book as well. It's right mm. in the moment. Um, yeah. it, was it self-published? No, it's not self-published, but um, it's like LGBT love story. I mean, it's, and it's not tropey. It's just kind of, everything mm. just happens. It's just really organic. And there's like Alex, like figuring out his sexuality. He doesn't want to put labels on himself, but then he's like, actually, if I have to kind of, kind of psychoanalyze what's going on i must be queer yeah it's really it's just a really good book and i totally recommend like i said i put it on the group chat this summer and i was like everyone has to yeah. buy it and then it turns out like three or four of our friends just started to buy it i was like yes okay it's made an impact <laughs> yeah maybe you should go into like uh marketing and publicity <laughs> you know what maybe maybe that could be a career yeah i venture into yeah. And then yeah, music side, I am recommending the debut album by Summer Walker called Over It. It's like an R and B soul album. It's really Ooh, okay. really good. It's one of those albums where you just press play and listen um to the whole thing. You just no In skip. Yeah. Like it's just one of those really good um albums where I kind of feel like we've been missing for a really long time like loads of time you'll go on spotify or you'll go on apple music and you'll kind of pick and choose the album mm. so you can make your own kind of album which is great in a way but where you could just press play and let it play through i think that's just yeah. great and that's like that's what i hope the artist is like trying to curate like an album yeah. where you don't have to skip for any song and just let it play yeah. so yeah. i would definitely recommend that one yeah, so yeah. those are my um, recommendations for this month. Well, if I can I... just hop on the bandwagon for yeah. music, I actually mm-hmm. quite like Coldplay's new stuff. Oh, I haven't listened to the album yet. Is it really good? Well, I I didn't even know that they were um, sort of doing anything mm-hmm. until I saw a TV advert advertising their um, new album yes. and they were playing a couple of songs in the background, like a montage and I really liked it. So I've just been, I haven't been listening to the whole album because yeah. I'm not generally a massive fan of Coldplay, mm-hmm. apart from like their one or two bangers yeah. that they've released, you know how it is. Um, but yeah, I, I quite like their new stuff. And actually, they've decided not to tour that album. I mean, they've yeah, got enough I, money as I, it is, but because of the yeah. environmental mm-hmm. costs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Nobody ever pulls up musicians for how carbon heavy Mm -hmm. their tours are but they're absolutely right like the um i can't remember it might have been oh it was like some big rock band a few Mm -hmm. years ago poured their like a massive claw stage set Mm -hmm. around the world and it's something like 65 thousand tons of carbon into the environment into the atmosphere is what that produced which is the equivalent of multi-million flights yes, yeah. per person so yeah, I thought yeah I did mad. see that interview actually with Chris Martin yeah, I, on like some BBC breakfast show or whatever and I was like yeah no you go Coldplay like 
Exactly. Mm. Until they figured out a way to make it uh, yeah. sustainable and environmental friendly, yeah, you don't have to um, go on tour in the way that we know it. Like they can maybe do like a mm. live stream where you can like tune in, kind of YouTube thing. I know they do yeah. them all the time where like the kind of band yeah. or artist just plays and the people watch it. So it could be like that. Yeah. Hologram. Promote the album and still um, not have to like yeah. travel to all these different countries. But yeah, so yeah. Uh, monthly recommendations. Yeah. And uh, let's head on to the end theme check. Hi, I'm Danny. Hi, I'm Alice. And this is according this- to us. <laughs> Bit out of sync now, but it's yeah. fine. <laughs> oh, no, that's all right. Um, so yes, this is episode five. We have made it. Is it yes, really? episode five. Crazy. I know, I know. Go up. <laughs> Go up indeed. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, we should probably start at postgraduate life and how that's been. Yeah. Al, like, how has it been for you <laughs> being a graduate? Uh, it's been a challenge. I, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I think it's been a challenge for a lot of us. Um. I mean, I sort of knew that it was coming, but the job hunt is brutal. Like, mm-hmm. the thing with our degree, which is English with creative writing, is that it is so broad yeah. that you could literally do anything. And that's both a blessing and a curse because yeah. it, it does mean you can go into absolutely anything. But trying to narrow that down into fields that you're actually interested in is mm-hmm. a bit of a nightmare. And yeah. so I've sort of been applying... Like trying to start a career when it feels a bit aimless is just, mm-hmm. it, it's not a great feeling <laughs> because it's like you would like, you would like it to be like, you're going to start doing something long term. Yeah. And once you're, there's sort of like this preconception that once you start in a job, that's the career that you have for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. But equally chopping and changing jobs can be just as scary, like going into the wrong job for the rest of your life is scary but also chopping and changing and that uncertainty is scary yeah so it's sort of like whichever way you turn it feels like you can't win and then you've got the whole thing of spending hours and hours on pain painstaking hours just doing job applications here there and everywhere and then yeah and then you also spend hours trawling through websites looking for appropriate jobs Mm-hmm. And some like pretty much the only filter I have on is where I want to be is the salary and where I would like the job to be. Apart from that, yeah. <laughs> there's pretty much nothing else for me to go on. So I'm discovering positions I didn't even know existed. That's a really good thing though, because you kind of are open to anything right now. So who knows what career mm. or job you're going to fall into, which is great. Yeah, exactly. But so the thing that I've found sort of most soul destroying is that after putting all of these hours in, mm-hmm. you then get rejection after rejection. And um, a lot of the time, mm-hmm. the places that you're applying to, when they reject you, they don't even send you an email anymore. It's just sort of like one of those things where if you don't hear from us after three weeks, this time you've been unsuccessful. Yes. Yeah. And in a way, that's worse because it means that you're then checking through your emails to see whether you've missed anything, whether it's gone into spam or like another section. Mm. Every phone call, like from a random number that turns out to be complete rubbish. Yeah. You're still like, oh, what if it's them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. And then you just have to do the process 
stress over and over again and it just feels endless and like you'll never get a job but you will though like we've just graduated like we graduated (laughs) in july so that's august september october that's four months the pressure of like oh my gosh i haven't found a job yet or i don't know what i want to do yeah it's real yeah don't stress too much yeah i know i mean i I don't plan on living at home forever so i I know (laughs) that i'm gonna move out at some point but there are some people that i know who seem to be doing very well for themselves i know at least Mm -hmm. two people um who have jobs but i mean they Mm -hmm. admittedly they did another course but one of them has just finished working on cats as in he's a recent graduate and he's just finished working on cats how crazy is that it's amazing he was only um he was only doing like one cat and it was like one specific dance move where they were like Mm -hmm. in a dark corner of a scene and then he also did some other animation stuff but I was like that is awesome to come out of university and to have cats like a major Hollywood film on your CV so it's like people doing that and being successful everywhere I mean, even though realistically, that's literally one person in a sea of millions of people. And mm-hmm. he also has a degree that's completely different to us because it's sort of semi-vocational. You know, when you do animation, that you're just going to be an animator at the other end. Whereas with yeah. ours, you come out with all sorts of mixed skills. So you could really do anything. Yeah, very true. But that, yeah, that's the other thing is like, not only is the job hunt sort of quite disencouraging when you don't get any results but also mm-hmm. when other people seem to it feels like everyone else is doing well around you yeah even yeah. if they're not necessarily doing it no definitely, but, definitely that's very true but the real question I want to know is has he met Taylor Swift <laughs> no I don't think he has I asked if he could have the discount uh to go and see cats and he said no that's not within his powers <laughs> <laughs> and I was like damn it <laughs> yeah no that is I don't think he'll get to go to the premiere or anything but uh that's yeah but he was a part of the animation though yeah he was part of the animation I mean, having that on your cv like working with Andrew Lloyd Webber and like you said big Hollywood production coming out of uni that is yeah at the age of 21 and that was on like a six month internship as well so I think it's luck of the draw, really, and who you know. I mean, you've been doing very well for yourself, doing all of these internships and stuff. You've been very modest so far. <laughs> I, I've um, dibbled and dabbled, as they say. No, yeah, no, you're right. Um, I have been very, very fortunate. So um, this summer I was working at Channel 4 and BBC. Um, I worked as a promo director at Channel 4, which is basically making trailers mm-hmm. uh, for television, which is very, very cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did get to see uh, my trailer on TV, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Just like, see something mm-hmm. you've created? This is really surreal. Uh, so yeah, no, mm-hmm. it was, it's, it's been amazing. Like having that opportunity to work amongst uh, really, really talented and just welcoming people. Like I know like sometimes you think, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna fit in and work in this industry. And I had hadn't really been a video editor yeah. before I had edited things. I was thinking that when you were doing it, I was like, my God, I'd be terrified. 
yeah exactly so like they put you in here like oh so what can you do and so for the first couple of weeks they were just kind of testing me really just like let mm. me get to my own devices like they were giving me clips and I kind of just did what I wanted to with them and then from there mm. they were like okay let's give um, you some life briefs and that happened when I got the um, Hitman's Bodyguard and then I did um, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets and so those are the two trailers that I made that went on air and they were, it mm-hmm. was just an amazing experience and people were just so lovely and welcoming and everybody wanted to, you to do well I think it's because like I was young as well well I am young and so yeah. everyone's <laughs> kind of like oh well, like here are tips <laughs> basically yeah. how to make a trailer which is so so of them to kind of take the time mm. out of their work schedule and be like okay so this is how we've done it like you can switch it up you can change it a bit and like yes yeah, so that was amazing mm. working at like one of the uh top broadcasters in the country and then i was working on women's hour and then mm. i was an associate producer and so kind of doing mm-hmm. similar things to what we're doing now where i was like researching and getting guests and uh putting down questions and things like that um for the show to go ahead that was really uh cool to be on the other end like calling people up and like mm. getting information about them like what kind of what kind of people they are like write it down in a document so um the host knew what uh they were going into so that was really interesting kind of something I hadn't really thought about before like huh being an associate producer it wasn't mm. like a career I thought of but it was definitely like oh maybe I could do this like yeah. this seems really cool so yeah no um, this year has definitely um been it's been crazy like graduating mm-hmm. and then coming out of that and then falling into um these internships and I um, just heard back recently, so I've got another job now. So I start. Oh, Danny! Look at you, Miss <laughs> Successful. No, Miss Successful. I'm trying. I am trying, love. I'm on the grind. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm starting uh, at Interview <laughs> 1 on Monday. And so. Oh, isn't that. Oh, yeah. that, isn't that E1? Yeah, the film, in the, in the, the film, film production company. company. Yeah, that's the one. So yeah, I'm going to be there. I know it's quite crazy like when I went for the interview I was like wow this is like they make movies like the things I want like this is where yeah yeah Yeah, so I'm gonna be working in their unscripted department uh for television so that's gonna be interesting uh but yeah no like just being there and kind of being in the space I want to be because like as everyone who knows me knows I want to be a screenwriter so um just being around creative mm. people it's just kind of making me more energized to get my own writing done and start being at my own project so yeah no really exciting time yeah yeah I mean that that's what I'm most mm. looking forward to about getting yeah. a full-time job is that I will have the time mm. to write and I will have yeah, the time yeah. to be creative because at the moment when I'm not mm-hmm. working in a part-time job, sort of yeah. full-time, if you see what I mean, in the evenings, I am constantly shooting off um, yes. yeah. job applications. And they take hours, and you have to do research into the companies, and then you have to search for more, and you always yes. always have to have something on the go. So I'm looking forward to just being able to mm-hmm. sit down in the evenings, watch TV. Like, I've missed out on so much good TV recently just because... I, yeah, I just don't yeah. have time to do no, things in the evenings that's anymore. True, yeah, because you're, you're just um, constantly on the job hunt, just searching, searching, searching. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, we're coming up oh, to crikey. the new year soon. I mean, 2020 is on its way. So, like, it's mm-hmm. it's our year. 2020 is our year. I feel like something big is going to happen, <laughs> like, big in yeah. a good way. So I'm just very excited 
for wherever 2020 <laughs> is going to take me. I just have good vibes of the whole thing. I'm excited to know you by association. <laughs> like, wait until Danny Ferguson is plastered all over <laughs> film posters and at the end of trailer oh credits God. and stuff. Wait, just wait for that moment. I'd be like, wait, I this movie poster, I mean, written by <laughs> Daniela Ferguson Jabba, I'm going to be, yes, yeah. yes, that is right. Yeah, exactly. My films are being optioned uh, by E1, BBC Films. And the light. Yeah, yeah, it's coming, it's coming. I mean, yeah, your CV is going to be shining because you've got. It's it's crazy. And now E1. Like, that's that's mad. (laughs) No, it really is. Sometimes I think about it, I'm like, wait, how how has this happened? Like, 22, and already uh, I'm kind of. I'm in the industry that I want to be in. Like, I'm earning money doing what I want to do. And that's so rare for people to uh, come out of uni and be earning money in things that they want to do. So, yeah, no, I'm... Yeah, that's ridiculously lucky. And just appreciative of everyone who has helped me get to this place. Because I will tell you, I have not done it by myself. I have had such good people around me, including yourself, (laughs) including everyone that I met at Falmouth and friends and uh, uh i like and i mean yeah i'm just so grateful for everything so yeah definitely <laughs> 2020 is the year yeah i mean you know just look out, <laughs> people look out for the name you know your girl's name <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i will don't worry <laughs> but, um, is it a um a full-time position it is yeah it's full-time uh monday to friday uh so yeah well i'm gonna be in the single thing again Ooh. i know i've been out much <laughs> like as i when i finished in september at channel four i was like okay i have all this free time so I'm, i've been on my own schedule for about two months so i've got yeah. things so monday to friday commuting yeah. as well because commuting is a it's a bitch yeah it, it is it's like getting, up, getting yeah. on that train getting on the tube it's like busy 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 but i'm just so excited for it i'm ready, I'm ready. yeah is that in central London? It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, from Victoria, it's like three um, tube stops and then it's in Warren Street. So, yeah, so it's not far to get to. So it's very easy for me to commute, but it's just yeah, mm. the journey, really, the length of it. With all the other business people. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> I know, I know. Hobnobbing, you know. All the professionals. <laughs> all the professionals, <laughs> exactly, with their briefcases and uh, suits and stuff, yeah. I think it's a bit more lax. The, the dress code yeah you know, i get to wear like be still like quirky and cute at work so <laughs> <laughs> still get to wear your cute little uh that, jules exactly. rain boots yes oh my god my rain boots i get so many compliments on those i do love them they're really really nice no they're cute i'm <laughs> gonna get a pair yes for i remember you telling me yeah i can't wait for us to be twinsies in our little rain boots yeah Twinsies, although mine are going to be a bit more boring because they're going to be know, black. You know, you still... <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh. like, no, you're not yourself. <laughs> but as we are talking about the future, <laughs> I mean, this year... Mm-hmm. And Christmas. I've, and Christmas, exactly. I mean, there's big things happening in the country. I don't know if you've heard, but we have a little general election coming up. You know? uh, that whole <laughs> mess, like, our <laughs> government, what a mess it is right now. I mean, what... I know. I'm. I'm not even kidding. Oh, I've considered a career in politics more than once over the last two weeks. 
oh my god yes what constituency would you be for what like is it I, I literally googled the other day how to become an mp <laughs> oh, yeah 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 that's true <laughs> well for the moment i'd have to be yeah. uh in the southwest somewhere but oh, wow apparently it costs a lot of money to become an mp because obviously you have to start mm-hmm. small then you have to pay like 500 quid just to register uh oh to become like an MP and then you get that sort of like a deposit and you get it back Mm -hmm. if you get voted as the MP I think it's something along those lines you have to win like some sort of vote first um but it's quite difficult to get selected for one of the parties in this country and to be honest I'm not sure I'd want to join any of the parties in this country um which would mean that I'd have to start my own party and then you have to be campaigning and it's not something, it's sort of like a passing fancy. And I'm like, oh, God, I wish I could just be in Parliament already making decisions that aren't stupid. <laughs> um, rather than having to start from the bottom you, and go know, through all of that you know campaign you, like, stuff. But, oh, my yeah, goodness. So I, I've it's, considered it many mad. times over the last few uh, last few weeks. <laughs> yes. Like, I don't know what is going on. Um, I feel like we could right get now. stuff like, done I really if don't, we were I don't in know Parliament. What they're drinking, what they're eating, but like, yeah, where exactly? Like, where is the disconnect <laughs> that's happening right now? Like, oh my god, that debate that happened uh, earlier this week. <laughs> What's I'm in like, the water supply? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On ITV. Like, oh my gosh, what? Any questions even asked? Like, oh, I you don't mean know. the uh, Johnson v Corbyn? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, that did my head in. I I don't know if you saw my tweet, but I said I know dogs yep. that have less selective hearing than both Corbyn and Johnson because every time the speaker mm. told them to be quiet, they wouldn't. And I was like, I wonder if that would happen if it was a male presenter. Yeah. But like, I wonder if, if it's because it's a female presenter. They feel like you know she's gonna be more lenient or she's easier to talk over. But that made me angry for starters. And Johnson just sat on a throne of lies for the entire thing, coming out with drivel and nonsense, and then he like just straight up started copying Corbyn. <laughs> he was just responses. so harping um, on. Oh, he's like, just, yes, I hate Boris that. Johnson. He was just harping on the whole like Brexit oven ready. Like, dude, why are you referring? It as like an Aunt Betsy yeah. Yorkshire pudding. Like, no, 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 no. This should be Aunt Betsy. Like, you're yeah. talking about right now. Like, I don't know. It's just like some of his like one liners they kept putting up. That's like, no, you know what? BJ, go back to the drawing room. Like, come back together with your. With your <laughs> Let's try this again. Like, I don't know. And oh, it was just. It was too much. And then, like the whole. Like, I, I mean, the, the one thing. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, I. The the one thing that I would say, I do feel like the presenter gave Jeremy Corbyn slightly more uh, airtime, but I don't know whether that was just incidental or whether, because she, I mean, she might be slightly leftist, I don't know. But I mean, not that I would want Boris Johnson to continue talking, but it was sort of like I felt like people would use that as a point of attack against Jeremy Corbyn and be like, oh, he got loads more time than Boris Johnson. But yeah, she was just like, you keep talking about Brexit and we're talking about the NHS right now. So like she would like cut him off because she's like, no, 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 like let's yeah. get back to what the yeah. audience have asked. So I can definitely 
exactly why she was like, no, no, no Mr. like Mr. Prime Minister, no, it's please, no, 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 no. We're yeah. finished with that point. She was now. like, please, for the love of God, shut up. The audience were pretty bad because. Uh, oh my gosh! Yes, they were like booing. And... and then there was a bit when Jeremy Corbyn was talking about poor people, and everyone laughed. And I was like, "What is wrong with you?" Like you could, I mean, no offense to anyone, but they were probably Tories. <laughs> <laughs> probably, yeah. Yeah. No, be surprised. No, there was definitely a lot of laughing. And I was yeah. Like, this is inappropriate. Like no, like. But also the discontent in the audience. Like I remember yeah. Boris Johnson was talking about trust and uh, like morals or something, and they just started laughing. Like, yeah. mm, oh, yeah, and yeah, everyone that laughed. Was hilarious because, like, how can you stand here and be like, "Oh yes, I'm a trustworthy person." Yeah. Weren't you the one that was like, "I'm going to get Brexit done, do or die, or <laughs> some madness"? Like, I don't care what it takes. And then it came to the thirty first, and we like. <laughs> he's gone back on his words so many times i know it's like uh okay okay boris like yeah, yeah. you're totally trustworthy i want to give you all the monies in the world yeah all the monies like yeah <laughs> makes so much sense I don't, I don't, like the whole yeah. thing i'm quite disillusioned yeah no i agree it's with just, that it's really upsetting because yeah. i love politics i don't trust anyone uh, yeah exactly but the whole process and i'm like of course i'm still going to vote but i'm like where who, am I going to do a tactical vote? And I'm going to vote with like my heart and like mm. what policies I actually be. Like, I just don't know where or what I'm feeling right now in terms of like walking into the polling station and like crossing. Whichever. Yeah, and I suppose that's kind of dangerous mm. um, from a point of view of the Tories. Well, I mean, it's great for them, but dangerous if you don't want them in power because there are quite a lot of confident conservative voters who will stride to the polling booth and vote conservative no matter what Mm -hmm. and then there's people like us who are on the fence because I don't trust Labour not to screw over middle class families because that would affect my family and I'm all for taxing the rich and uh, I'm all for Mm -hmm. sort of socialism and social care Mm -hmm. and all of that kind of stuff but I don't necessarily trust Labour's policies and their the money aspect of it but then I also don't trust the Tories because of austerity universal credit all the ways that they've cut uh vital services and emergency services and then on top of that it's just the fact that Boris Johnson's a racist and a liar well I don't want him as my prime minister (laughs) no thank you no so then in the middle obviously no exactly yeah you're left with Lib Dems and I, I like yeah, a lot yeah. of what the Lib Dems have to say, but Joe Swinson is pushing very hard for a new Brexit referendum. And as much as I am a Remainer, yeah. I am kind of sick of hearing about it. And I think we've got bigger problems now than Brexit. That's the thing. And a lot of these leaders are running on Brexit. It was like, no, 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 no. Like, we need to know your policies for the rest long of the term. Time. Yeah, for long term, not mm. just Brexit. And so, like, for me, it's. Like, yeah, I'm throwing Tories out the yeah. window. Like, yeah, I'm never going to be a blue supporter, no. even though my constituency is very blue, like, which is unfortunate. So mine. Yeah, but, like, no, it's like... And then Labour, like, I've always been so, like, straight, like you say, straight yeah. into the station. Yeah, take that link. So now this year, I'm like, oh, wait, I can't fully... Commit to it. Like, be, be like, enthusiastic about voting for Labour. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know, it's just a lot of things um, with that party that are just not so great right now. And then we have Lib Dems, and I've never been a supporter of Lib Dems, but they did very well in, um, in like, the, the uh, what was it, the election that we had earlier this year. Oh, was that in, in Cornwall at uni? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, I mean, in the middle, then, you've also got the Green Party, Party yeah. who I respect yeah. a lot for their environmental measures, but equally they only really focus on the environmental measures and I'm very aware of how much the NHS is struggling and how big of a priority that is. Um, So, again, it it does almost feel like there is no point voting, but obviously I'm going to anyway because, I mean, A, someone didn't... Emily Davidson didn't die under a horse so that I couldn't vote 100 years later. Um... And of course, like popular sovereignty, this is like the one chance we get to kind of make a difference. Of course, I'm going to the police station. It's yeah. right up the road for me. Yes, I'm going to go. Who to vote for? That's more the tricky question. Well, I can tell you one thing for sure. I will not be voting Brexit party. Oh, yeah, that is one thing. <laughs> I'll tell you right here. I won't be voting for Brexit party. And I won't be voting for the Tories. But apart from that, who knows? Have you seen their policy? It's unbelievable. It's like stepping back a hundred years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know they're not going to get any votes, but the fact that people—I mean, some people will vote for that. That's the thing. That's Just the thing. astounds me. Some people in this country will—they will vote for them, and it's—it's it's scary. Like it truly is scary. So, mm. I mean, now that we've got Brexit and you know the future of the UK out of the way, let's talk about Christmas. Let's bring it back. Yeah, Something bright. for the last five minutes or so, let's uh, finish on a positive note. <laughs> let's finish on a positive note. And uh, oh, and also, if anybody's listening to this, go and register to vote. Uh, before we, like, yeah, that's the point. Is like, just go and do that. Like, please, please, please use your power to go and vote. And um, even if it's with policies that we don't agree with, just do it. You know, it's your right to do it, and uh, mm. you should. You should go out and vote. So yeah, go to the uh, make sure uh, your voice is heard. Uh, .uk website and register to vote. That's great. Okay, so <laughs> after all <Yeah>. that, <laughs> <laughs> little plugs out the way. <laughs> exactly. Yes, you're welcome, government. You're welcome. So, um, <laughs> yeah, sponsor, sponsor us. You know, yeah, hit, hit us up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so now about Christmas. So I'm gonna actually start it with. I saw last Christmas with um, Henry Golding and Amelia Clark. Um, oh yeah. And what did you think? My sister really rated that. I I left the theatre unsatisfied. Not that I did like it, but I just felt like something was missing. But the thing is, I can't put my finger yeah. on what it was that was missing. I just felt it was like, hmm. But I love, I do love Amelia Clark, and I love Henry Golding. Oh, I love Henry Golding as he well. Has such great chemistry. So you know, I'm rating it on that. And of course, Mr. George Michael himself. He is a main feature of the film, and that's just great because I love Wow is he? George Michael. Yeah, yeah, the song, huh? songs. So, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Amelia's character is obsessed with George Michael, and I wouldn't go as far as say obsessed, but if a George Michael or Wham song comes on, I'm going to be dancing to it. Yeah, you catch me on the dance, <laughs> busting the mood. Yeah, Wham. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, in terms of Christmas films, mm-hmm. I was saying to my mum yesterday, it's not Christmas until I've watched Love Actually and oh, The yeah. Holiday. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Two great movies. And Home Alone for me as well. Those two are like, yeah. oh, yeah, and Home Alone. Those three are like the staple they Christmas are, films. Aren't they? 
They are really. It doesn't matter what else is going on in the world. <laughs> as long as there's those three, everything's fine. Yeah. And also for me, I actually start off my Christmas movie watching with Bridget Jones, the first one. I just oh, I love Bridget Jones. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah, me too. I can quote it like it's actually ridiculous. Like oh, me I too. Can quote that movie. It's quite funny. But yeah, so I start <laughs> off Bridget Jones's diary, and I lead on to like either Love Actually or or the holiday or whatever, and then I usually kind of end it with Home Alone or The Grinch or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then also the BBC specials that come on. So, you know, you have to... Oh, I love Christmas in. TV. Yeah, you have to filter in some of those as well. So I really do love mm-hmm. Christmas uh, TV and film watching. It is a really good time of year. Christmas broadcasting. Yes, rate it. Good time to be around. Rate yeah. it. <laughs> I definitely rate it. Like, it, it is good. It's and good. I, I also went to Ikea last weekend and yeah. bought 500 grams worth of uh, ginger nuts. <laughs> So that's what's going to be keeping me going while I'm watching all of these films. Yes, I love that. Oh, my gosh. I need to get some mince pies. That's what I used to get. I love a mince pie. I'm not that big a fan of mince pies. I'll have one or two just to get in the festive spirit, but I couldn't eat a lot of them. I mean, not in one go, but I love... They're just a bit much. They are. They're definitely like... Like The the pastry is good, but the filling is just a bit weird. Are you not a fan of the mince meat? You know, no, I mean, obviously it's not mince because we're both vegetarian. Oh, yeah, you but... know, it's, it's jiggery <laughs> concoction, whatever it is. Yeah, it's not like yeah. <laughs> yeah. the beef pie. But no, I <laughs> like when I was younger, I didn't like them. But as I got, you know, more mature, you know, having my mulled wine, <laughs> much, I, I as your taste got more refined. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I love a mince pie and like mulled wine as well. Oh, you can't go wrong with mulled wine. Yeah, I don't like mold. I don't like wine at any other time of year, but I I am partial to a bit of mold wine. Yes, you have to be partial to it. Oh, it just warms you up. It warms you <laughs> <the soul. laughs> really yeah. Like I, I mean, it's just as well that the elections happening at Christmas, isn't it? Because whatever, mu- however much of a car crash that is, at oh, least yeah. it's Christmas afterwards. Exactly. We could just get drunk and forget about it, and just drink loads of mimosas. <laughs> yeah. That classically festive drink. <laughs> yes, I would say. You know, champagne and a bit more juice. You can't go wrong. And singing hymns and songs. <laughs> I mean... Oh, carols. <laughs> yeah, cannot wait. I know. My mum actually turned us up for, like, carol singing. Like, she's like... She came out the other day. She's like, yes, we're actually going to be, like, joining a group. I'm like, what? What have you signed me up for? Like, I did not agree to Yeah, it. no, I'm doing, so I'm doing some caroling as well. Yeah. So that's going to be very interesting. I haven't really sung in a long time. I'm sure you'll be fine. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'll be okay. Yeah, I think the last time I did it was in second year when I was part of some of the singing societies at oh, uni. Yes. But it, it's been a while. It's been a hot second <laughs> since I've done any professional singing. Oh my gosh, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I totally agree. So that's going to be interesting. But I love Christmas. Mm. I really do. Like, it's, it is a wonderful time of year, as the song says. It really Yeah. And then New Year is really nice as oh, well. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh, New Year! I I'm very excited about the New Year, but for New Year's I haven't really done anything big. Like I always celebrate it with family, but nothing like going out to like a party or I don't really do that. What about you? Yeah, neither. Uh, I'm going to Norway this year actually for New Year. Um, so I will probably spend it in a cabin. In a snow-filled forest, 
it's very typically Norwegian <laughs> uh, with some of my friends from yes. uni oh wow that's gonna be nice. uh, yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it I mean it's a shame because all of my family are getting together for new year so I won't be with them but celebrating in Norway for a one-off I mean I think that's pretty oh, cool yeah. no you can't <laughs> give up on that opportunity and you are the jet setter really of the group like you're (laughs) yeah I was uh I was telling someone all the countries I'd been to this year and as I said it I sort of progressively got more and more ashamed of my uh carbon footprint (laughs) oh my god that's all the places yeah I forgot about that hear this one harpy on yeah I know well I mean next year I, I'm I think that's going to be one of my uh-huh. resolutions for 2020 is not to fly anywhere uh-huh. I'm gonna make up for yeah, make- a for a, a year of check yes exactly by not flying anywhere yeah and also my bank account can't yeah, afford it exactly so <laughs> I can use your miles that you did this year for yeah. me that's what, that's what it is it's like a all swings yeah, and roundabouts well, an exchange. exchange yeah yeah well you've been off being industrious and getting a job I've been uh merrily swanning around the planet <laughs> exactly that's why you haven't found anything Al because one minute you're in Australia yeah. <laughs> one minute you're on your road competitions then you're going to Norway so yeah. who really <laughs> at fault here like can't find any job <laughs> 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 yeah no don't worry this is a, an argument that people have brought up many times I mean I didn't start applying for jobs until September really so here we go then so the- really I've been trying for two months <laughs> the truth reveals itself why I got jobs now because I've been on the hunt as soon as we came back to uni I was like I need a job in the summer so that's what happened you know my goal I need to be working yeah yeah so maybe January, February will be my time. It will be your time. It will be, you know. <laughs> new pastures. I'll be catching up. Yeah, definitely. That, def- I agree. But it has been so, so lovely to be back on the podcast with you. I mean... Oh, yeah, I know. I, I've missed it. I've missed us. I haven't stopped smiling. <laughs> no, I know. I've missed us. I've missed our chats. So, you know, just sharing it yeah. with you and sharing this time with, with other people. Is, yeah. That's nice. And uh, I assume we'll be back in the new year for another podcast at some point. We will be. I mean... Maybe a review of 2019. We'll see how much of a car crash the rest of the year is. And then... (laughs) And then we'll go from there. I mean, I'm going to be... I'm optimistic about the new year, but, you know, I'm just... Fingers crossed, is it? I'm giving out a positive vibe, but I don't don't have that faith (laughs) in our country. (laughs) now we know positive no. vibes i've always got to um be on the the law of attraction exactly I am. If, if you want it enough the universe will give it to you i do i really do believe that i believe i believe that and i believe everything happens for a reason so you know we just got to wait and see Oof, deep. well that is the end of episode five thank you for joining us for this very long but well overdue episode i feel and uh, we will see you in the new year so thank you in 2020 baby (laughs) oh talk about it talk about it see you next time according to us it's a girly girls production girly girls is an online platform for women creatives to showcase their voices through their art